Hey y'all, welcome back. It's me and I am still, what? Unfiltered. How's everybody doing? Anything new? Exciting? What's going on? My life is boring, but of course, you know, I always find some random bullshit to talk about. Um, so today, I am actually going to talk about an encounter I had with somebody at our condo's pool. So they opened the pool this summer, um, and I think it was July 5th, we were finally allowed to go like all day, every day. So prior to that, it was, excuse me, it was, you go from 11 to 1, and then you have to leave for half an hour because they're going to quote unquote clean. Okay. They're supposed to be like wiping down the chaise lounges and the chairs and anything, you know, we disgusting human beings have touched. Well, they have like teens working. And so like you walk in, you check in, they ask you your name, your unit number, and did you fill out this form? Like basically it's a release of liability form. And, uh, then, you know, you go and you lay down, do whatever you want to do, get in the pool from 11 to 1. And then you leave and then the kids, quote unquote, clean for half an hour. Then from 1.30 to 3.30, you're there for two more hours. And then they're supposed to close for half an hour so they can clean. And then you're there from 4 to 6. Okay. First of all, like I said, they're teens. They're not cleaning dick. Like, you could literally walk out the pool gates, stand there, and just watch the kids walk into the clubhouse. And that's it. They don't come back out until their break is over. So, anyway, it just fucking infuriated me because it was all bullshit. But anyway, um, so I'm at the pool one day, and I'm talking to this girl that I know from the development, and... She was telling me that she took her dog. Well, wait, she didn't take her dog. Her dog was read by a doggy psychic. Okay, yes, doggy psychic. And I guess you send a picture of your dog or pet. I don't know if she reads other animals to this woman and she reads the dog. So, you know, we were joking around. She's like, I only did it because it was fun, something goofy, blah, blah, blah. It was 50 bucks, blah, 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 whatever. And we're both just joking around. And I start talking about how when I was, I think I was still in high school, um, my brother-in-law's mom was heavily reliant on this woman who claimed to be a psychic, a tea reader, tea leaf reader. And she, she really wanted me to go. Okay, so first my mom went. And this psychic woman read her tea leaves. And the only thing I remember from that is my mom said she was supposed to meet, you know, and basically spend her days with a man whose name started with the letter E. So like Eric or Earl or Eugene or, you know, something along those lines. Okay, that never happened. So I go, I don't remember a damn thing this woman said. Um probably because I don't believe in that stuff. And I've never believed in it. I do remember the tea tasting like shit because, of course, there's no sugar. And you, as you sip the tea, you kind of like, you sift the liquid through your teeth, but just so the tea leaves, you don't drink the tea leaves. So then the tea leaves stay in the cup, and then she turns the cup over, 
and then however the tea leaves quote unquote land is supposed to tell her something. Okay. So I'm talking to this girl at the pool. Her name's Teresa. And I tell her the story. And this girl sitting outside of the pool on a shesh lounge looks at me. Now, first of all, bitch, you're not in the conversation. I never even looked at you to even remotely invite you into the conversation. She says, you know, your skepticism. Oh, first she says, I'm a psychic medium and I find your skepticism off-putting. First of all, again, I'm not talking to you. So I looked at her. I said, okay. And then I finished my story to Teresa, which I was talking about my mom at this point. And I'm like, and the woman was wrong. So I looked at Teresa. I said, okay, I'm going to go swim now. First of all, mind your own fucking business. Does this, am I talking to you? Is Teresa talking to you? None of us know each other. Nobody's talking to you. Go away. Like, there's no need for her to inject herself into my fucking conversation. And honestly, I don't give a shit if you find my skepticism off-putting. I find the fact that you think I'm supposed to believe you is off-putting. I mean, let's be real. I'm not the only skeptic in the world about psychic and mediums. I don't believe they exist. I mean... I feel like, can we have a sixth sense about something? You know, you meet somebody and you're like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't like that guy. I get a bad vibe. You know, that chick was kind of off. Like, things like that. But do I believe that people can read tea leaves or look at somebody's picture or look at a dog's picture and be like, oh, he was the rent of the litter or whatever? No, I do not at all believe in that stuff. Now, if you believe in it, Cool. Good for you. I have no problem with that. Believe all you want. But don't insult me because I don't have the same beliefs. Right? And this kind of all ties into the kind of culture that we're in today is if I had to guess, I would guess that Little Miss Psychic Medium is probably a Democrat. And why do I say this? Because stereotypically, at least these days, Democrats will call you out on anything that you don't believe that they do believe. Again, I don't care. You're not the belief police. There is no such fucking thing. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to mine. They're just like assholes. Everybody has one. So it's just kind of like, really, like, go away. Nobody's talking to you. So if you are hearing a conversation that is really none of your business and you have nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. So my grandma always told me, if you have nothing nice to say, just say nothing. So that kind of leads me into, I went to uh, the union soccer game the other day with a friend of mine from work and I'm standing in line during one of the intermissions and I'm gonna get chicken fingers and fries from Chickies and Pete's. Now, for those of you who don't know what Chickies and Pete's is, they're kind of like a, I want to call them an institution around here. They have these French fries. Now, I'm not a huge French fry eater. Like, if I order a meal and my meal comes with fries, I hardly eat any of them. I'm just not, not a huge French fry person. There are times when I crave French fries, but it's, it's rare. So I'm standing in line, and when I go to Chickies and Pete's, the only thing I really like is their fries. 
Um, or chicken fingers, because, you know, you can't really fuck up chicken fingers. And I was hungry. I hadn't eaten a real meal that entire day. So it's probably like 8.30, maybe, at this point in the evening. So I'm in line, and there's these two guys standing beside, behind me. So one guy's in line, and this other guy keeps walking back and forth between this guy behind me and some other booth. So the guy comes back, and they're talking, and all of a sudden, you know how like people will say something and your ears perk up and you hear it? He says, what are what chicken fingers? What am I, a three-year-old? And I just laugh to myself because I'm like, I'm totally getting chicken fingers and I'm almost 50. So I do. I turn around. And I'm like, I'm getting chicken fingers. And the three of us just cracked up. Now, you're probably like, well, you totally inserted yourself into their conversation. Yeah, but I wasn't rude and I wasn't insulting him. It was just a joke. If she had inserted herself differently into the conversation, you know, that would have been better. But you can't just insult people. So then, you know, we kind of joked about it. And I said, well, I know they sell cheesesteaks here because I saw people eating them because that's what the guy behind me wanted. The, the not three-year-old guy, he wanted a cheesesteak. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, maybe down at PJ's or something. So the other guy who kept walking around anyway walks comes back and he's like, yeah, they got cheesesteaks wherever. So they walked away. And I mean, it was just, it was funny. We had a good laugh. I don't care that he thought, you know, I was a three-year-old for eating fucking chicken fingers because he wasn't directing his comment at me. If he just said, oh, you're getting chicken fingers. What are you, a three-year-old? That is different. But he says, I don't want chicken fingers. What am I, a three-year-old? That's different. So it's all in how you approach people and talk to people. And yeah, this is coming from me, who, by the way, had two people here, two that I used to hang out with, stop talking to me. Why? Because God forbid you think somebody's your friend and they're apparently a bunch of pussies and can't hang. Um, two people, we had this like little dog group click and it was me, Tiffany, Sarah, Colton and Amy and the five of us would meet once or twice a day at the dog park and all of our dogs would play together we would all catch up and you know it was just a nice time to hang out with people so there were a couple of times so we, we had I think I had told you guys maybe I didn't we had game night one night it was the five of us and we had gone over to one of their houses and we were at Sarah's house. She volunteered to host the first game night. And we're like, cool, no problem. So we go over there and we're all chilling, drinking, eating, you know, hanging out. And like her boyfriend is nowhere to be found. He'd apparently gone upstairs to shower because he had just gotten home from work. All right, cool. Half an hour later, Tiffany's like, or maybe it was 45 minutes, whatever. Tiffany's like, is he still showering? And Sarah was like, oh my gosh. Like she totally forgot. So she goes upstairs and a little while later, she comes down and then he comes down after that. And he literally was miserable, like antisocial miserable. So I don't know, did he not want us there or did he not care about us being there, but he really didn't want to participate or I don't know, maybe he had a really bad day at work and was just like, you know what? I'm really just not here for this shit tonight. Like any other night would have been fine, but we got no explanation whatsoever. Literally, we sat there playing Cards Against Humanity, which is supposed to be politically incorrect. That's just the game. Um, 
So we're playing this game and he's literally on his phone and we would look at him like it's his turn to read a card. He's like, oh, oh, my turn. And then he'd pick up a card and read it. Like Mm -hmm. he didn't laugh at any of the comments. He really couldn't care less about being there if he tried. So a few days, I mean, we all left eventually and three of us, Amy, Sarah and I, we were all like, why? What? That was weird. Like that was just rude. Like you don't invite people over to your house then sit on your phone antisocially. Like, it's just rude. So a couple days later, you know, I asked Sarah, I said, you know, was he okay the other night? And she's like, yeah, why? I'm like, I don't know. I said, I I felt kind of uncomfortable. Like we were interrupting his phone time. So this is a person, Sarah, who I hang out with every single day. We text, we Facebook chat, you know, whatever. Almost every day of the week. We know a lot about each other. And she's like, no, no, he was fine. You know, that's just how he is. And we kind of joked that, you know, maybe he should have gone into IT instead of like marketing and blah, blah, blah. Like we kind of joked about it. Whatever. My point was out there. Okay. So then I guess that same night um, during game night, we were talking about gay people and trans people and just how like we can understand this, but not that. Or And for me... I have a hard time wrapping my brain around trans people. My thing is, unless you are born and raised as a boy or as a girl, you literally don't know what it means to be a boy or a girl. So I'm 50. If I one day wake up and say, you know what? I want to be a dude. I can't. I can say I identify, in air quotes, as a dude, but I really don't because I have no idea what a dude feels like because I've never actually been a guy, ever. So we'll just take, uh, what the hell is his name? Kurt, what the hell is his name? The Olympian guy in California. Caitlyn Jenner, what's his name? Whatever, Bruce Jenner. I think that's his name. Anyway. You know, he, quote unquote, identifies as a woman. Okay, and he did. He went through all the sex changes. He did all the, quote unquote, therapy. I'm assuming that you're supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. And that's all well and good. But, dude, you still don't really know what it's like to be a woman. He's never had a period. He's never gotten pregnant. Even if I assume he has some sort of vagina now, I don't know how it works. I kind of don't want to. It's still going to be different than me having sex with a male versus him having sex with a male in with his quote unquote vagina. Like I just, I cannot wrap my brain around the fact that people can identify as something they've never been. Like I joked with my boss one day and told her, well, what? So I come to work and I identify as a lion one day. So what? I can walk around roaring at people and you guys have to throw meat, raw meat at me for lunch and, you know, call me, I don't know, whatever name I came up with, some random lion name. And she's like, you're crazy. I'm like, it's the same thing. Like in my head. Now, other people, they have their opinion. They can wrap their arms around it. They can wrap their brain around it. Cool. I struggle. And I am honestly out there saying I struggle. Sarah does not struggle. She totally gets it. She's like, yeah, I got gay people and trans people in my family. I'm like, cool. 
So she was offended by some of the comments I made around being uncomfortable with trans because I don't understand it. It's not foreign for humans to be uncomfortable with something they don't understand, right? The whole thing is like fear of the unknown. I'm not afraid of them, but I'm uncomfortable around them. So, okay, that's fine. And we had a dialogue about that. Everything's fine. So here I'm thinking she's a normal adult, right? I disagree with. Okay, well, this is why I say, and you kind of have a normal conversation. Okay. That's where I was wrong, apparently. So Colton's dog, super sweet, once she gets to know you, yellow lab. Okay, she's like a lab mix. But if she doesn't know you, so if we're all at the dog park, she will literally bark at people that are across the street or walking by. And she doesn't fucking stop barking until they're either out of eyeshot or gone, right? Now, sometimes he would like kind of try to make her stop, but most times he didn't. So one day Hunter comes to the dog park and she sat there a little, literally barked at him forever. And he did nothing. Colton did nothing. And it was fucking annoying. So then, I don't know, a couple of days later, um, one of Tiffany's friends came by and we we're all standing there talking. And again, the dog is literally barking at him. He's in the dog park at him. No lie. This is no exaggeration for like 10 minutes straight. I don't care who you are. That's fucking irritating. And the fact that you're not even trying to stop your dog is fucking rude. And you're retarded for not thinking this is normal. Like this, it's not normal. That's not normal behavior. You need to train your dog. So Amy, Tiffany, and I, all three are telling him that's annoying. Like can't just make her stop. Well, he got his panties all in a fucking bunch, grabs the leash, puts it on her, and he like starts walking out. I'm like, what are you leaving now? And he just huffed away. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Right? So then, as millennials do, or I don't even know if he's a millennial, he might be the next generation down, because he just turned, what did he turn? 26, I think. Um, I don't even know what generation he is, regardless. He hops on Facebook, basically tells us we're all rude. Just remember, she's a rescue dog, blah, 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 and then calls us a bunch of assholes. Okay, first of all, I, you know I responded because that's some bullshit. First of all, the only dog in the whole group that's not a rescue dog was Riley. And Riley, being a husky, she doesn't bark, she doesn't howl, she doesn't do any of that. Oh. Hang on a second. So I don't remember where I left off. Um, talking about uh, Colton and, oh, Sarah. I think we were talking about Sarah. Um, so after Colton sent the Facebook message to our group, you know, basically saying, oh, it's a rescue. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Assholes. Hiding behind the keyboard, which is literally what he did. Um... He, like, left the group. Okay, fine, whatever. Then, Sarah leaves the group. Why? Sarah wasn't even there. She literally has no idea what happened. So, I don't understand. She still talks to Amy, who was also in that mix, but she does not talk to me or Tiffany, which tells me, and this, you know, really kind of hurts, that 
A, she never really was my friend, um, and apparently has a very low tolerance for the truth. So, you know, whatever. I mean, it bothers me because it's not like people are, you know, happy when somebody's like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Eh. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, she can go do her. I'll stay and do me and life will go on. Everybody will be fine. Um, yeah, it's just weird. I just don't understand people. So there's this YouTuber that I started watching. His name's uh, Jay Williams and his channel is called Let's Live Life. He's a former resident of the uh, correctional facilities, some here in Philly and also down in Virginia. And his longest stint was 10 years, which is a long time. Um, but he tells these stories about prison life and about his personal life and kind of like how he got up and running and how he learned all the skills that he now has to run his own business. And, you know, he's got a wife, he's got kids, like dude's doing good, you know. But I watch his channel because one, I've never been to prison. I don't plan on going to prison, but it's kind of one of those things that, I will never experience, so let me hear the stories and kind of live it through somebody else's eyes without all the actual drama and trauma that comes with that. So one of his episodes I watched today, and basically the moral of his story was, mind your business. If it doesn't pertain to you, it doesn't involve you, it's not going to change your life at all, then just mind your fucking business. And I think that's really good advice. So why don't we all just go ahead and take that as the lesson for the day. Mind your business. It's not that hard. I'm trying to think. What else is going on? Uh, I'm walking a girlfriend's dog. She's down the shore this week or at the beach, depending on where you live. Um, so I'm walking her dog. Super sweet dog. Little pity mix. She's adorable. And uh, yeah, so Amy and I have been walking together, which is nice because I kind of since Riley doesn't live here anymore, I'm kind of like not walking or doing anything productive with my fat ass. So it's been it's been good to get back out there and, and walk a bit and, uh, you know, try to use some muscles other than my ass cheeks for sitting. Um, yeah. So anyway, go check out Jay Williams. Let's live life. Um, you know, what's so funny, though, like he literally sits in his car and talks. Like, he's, I think he's, you know, setting up as uh, an area for podcasting, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> Excuse me. But this whole time, I think, well, he's been out seven years, I think. And I think his channel might be a little over a year old or maybe two years old at this point. So for the last couple years or however long, he literally sits in his car and records. And I love it. Like, I literally am chill with that because it's just like, He's sitting there, we're having a conversation, or he's talking to me. So it's actually kind of neat. Um, I'm gonna I'm interested to see like if the vibe changes when he gets his whole backdrop and stuff set up. So anyway, go check him out. Honest, funny. He doesn't even mean to be funny, but he's funny. Some of the shit that comes out of his mouth just cracks me up. And I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, yeah, I could totally see her listening to an ex-cons podcast. Well, yeah, because it's funny shit and it's real life shit. And I'm all about real life and funny and shit. So, all right, y'all. It is almost 25 minutes that I've been flapping the jaws. So I'm going to go. 
I hope you guys are doing well. Stay cool. I know if you're in California, everything's on fire. If you're here back east, everything's just fucking humid. And I think we're supposed to get more crazy storms today. So y'all be safe. Uh, don't melt. And just remember, if you could be anything, just don't be an asshole. Bye.